Oh man, you guys, I'm really, really excited. I've been working really hard on my list of my my favorite wizards. Yeah, I know. Right now, I mean, we all know number one pick, Michael Jordan. Yeah, that checks out. Michael Jordan. You know, mm-hmm. we can be talking about Larry Hughes. Mm-hmm. We can talk talk about uh, Juwan Hayward. So he so here's the thing here. So Ben has clearly mistaked <coughs> Wizards for uh, the basketball team, but. We're but, not picking our favorite Washington Wizards. No, but here's the thing. No, I'm I'm done with Ben doing that. So it's meta because I'm because I don't like it now. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. So so I'm recognizing. I was going to be on board and just let him draft all Washington Wizards. I mean, uh, so I'm just done. I'm I'm, right, what, I'm done with these with these misunderstandings, Ben. You've done this for a hundred episodes. I think you can get the context of the room now. But <laughs> I came up with the topic. I said we're drafting Wizards. You guys were bound by my constraints. I don't think that's how this works. Well, let's let's discuss this while we go to theme song. I'm just saying his arms get really stretchy. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Draft the Universe, the Nerdfight Battle Royal. This is the podcast where we pick the topic. Today, we will pick our favorites, and next week, we'll use them to fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Jafar. I'm Chris. In Space Jam. He gets stretchy in Space Jam. And that's Ben. And I'm Ben. And welcome back. Season two, Draft the Universe. Yep. Very exciting. 100 episode seasons. Yes. Yes. This is, this is great. I think the only other podcast that has done what we're doing right now is Hello from the Magical Tavern. Hmm? Yeah. I mean, I'm in. I mean, I haven't listened to it, greater, but I assume. In, in greater than 100 episode seasons. Yeah. So. Hello from the Magic Tavern is so great. But uh, we are here. We have slightly formatted, uh, reformatted our rules, as we, I believe, discussed uh, in our episode zero. Yep. We'll go over that real briefly. Uh, but, but, um, but first, let's point out our third episode zero. That's another major milestone, guys. We've yeah. officially introduced this podcast three times. I mean, it's true. We have Although the more, second time didn't really count. <laughs> we have more episode zeros than some people have episodes in their podcast. Also true. Yeah. I, I, I'm really happy with the episode name. I just came up with that new episode zero XL. Um, yeah, I, I really liked that system from Nintendo. So <laughs> that's... It's a 3DS joke. <laughs> Instead of uh, episode 0, 2.5 over pi r squared or whatever. We'll, d- we'll do that Kingdom next Hearts. time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 420 over 69 days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is, Chris. No, I, I really... I, I don't know enough about that series to be able to say one way or the other. That it's, That is the Kingdom Hearts version of what happened, her. It's, what happened it's, her. it's nice, guys. It's nice. 420 over 69 days? I... I, I we followed we just because we understood the joke doesn't make it funny oh so this is the this is the energy <laughs> we're taking with us into season two yes none of us laugh at the things the other ones say well I, i'll tell you what energy i'm taking in right now because in addition to our normal draft of snaking order uh we each get five picks snaking for a total of 15 <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna let you go yeah usually season one chris would have really dug down into <laughs> snaking order um that's just that's what that's it's, what it's called, called. 
It's literally serpentine order. Oh, snaking order implies that you are snaking things. <laughs> Regardless, what does snaking things mean. I, I, that's what that's what season one. Chris would have really wanted to find out. <laughs> guessing it's something about the moon. Maybe trains. Maybe trains. Maybe pushing people in front. Anyways, there are two. We also snakes. have <laughs> pushing somebody in front of the moon. <laughs> <That didn't guess>. <laughs> <laughs> Chewbacca. No. Oh. <laughs> We're trying to make uh, man. I'm really sad. Chewbacca didn't die. Can we throw that out there? <sighs> Spoilers. I, I it's I've, been over a month. Yeah. No <laughs> regrets. Okay. I, I, I have lots of thoughts about Star Wars. They do not seem to go with the typical Internet uh, uh, commentary. I will just say I loved it. I cried like four times. Yeah, it, I enjoyed it. It was a fun movie. Um, Last Jedi was better. What? Last Jedi was better. Oh, Rise of Skywalker for sure. That doesn't bode well. <laughs> it's just season two Jafar coming out with the hot takes. <laughs> oh, okay. And also, what we're going to come out with right now is our band picks because our no no picks. Yes, our band picks. Our no no picks. Yes, as worded in the rule book that I'm holding, and you're not band picks. So what's going to happen is we're going to each take a so. turn to go and uh well ben is actually going to make a bunch of noise that we can't edit out of the podcast yeah first. he's doing a really good job um, of messing up all of this audio there right we go now. rules no but, no picks but, but what we're in this rule book that i'm <laughs> holding and it had it's rules with a z because it's radder and more cool okay uh, no that no actually picks. that I mean it looks like rolls it does look like rolls i'm glad to see that season two uh does, penmanship is worse <laughs> yeah season two definitely doesn't include people talking over top of me less um <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't talk over top of you none of us would ever get to talk Ooh, that's a bad Ooh, hot take <laughs> hot take <laughs> if you didn't talk over top of me i would let you talk more well i'm going to talk over both of you right now because I have the first band pick to make here. Okay, go ahead and wait. S- I thought it went because don't you have the number one overall pick? No, Chris does. Oh, okay. I won last game. All right, last All right. game that was actually a game I won. Okay, and you play second, so you picked Wizards. Yep. Um, and then Chris uh, lost, so he gets first pick. Mm-hmm. And band picks are in reverse order, so yeah. since I don't get a pick until last, I also get to make the first ban. Yep. Mm-hmm. And. I'll tell you what, when you banned wizards, or when you pick, picked wizards, I knew my ban immediately. Because fuck this wizard. Fuck this wizard. This might have been the person I have for my ban pick. I fucking hate this guy. Um, this wizard uh, entered the pop culture zeitgeist in my childhood. Um, Merlin? And it really just... When he built Stonehenge? I'm not that old. (laughs) What's the meaning of Stonehenge? There was a very popular uh, movie that led to a handful of other movies that also did very well for themselves. Um, We are not going to be in danger of running over time on this episode and needing to throw in that really interesting bit about AOL chat rooms we recorded earlier. No, that will go on our new YouTube channel when we launch it next week. Um, So... Can I get a high five for that? Thank you. You can also, can I get a high five for banning this fucking wizard? I, of course, you know, you both know who I'm talking about, right? No idea. No, you've buried the lead completely. I buried the lead childhood movies. No, 
no no famous wizards in a series of movies perhaps that you might be thinking of oh there's oh okay. there's options but i don't know who exactly you're talking about there are several people i could say hey he's, fuck that hold guy. on ben he's banning a wizard ben i know it's a wizard ben but you could be banning like five different people from that that film but i'm not banning any of them because fuck this wizard in particular my band pick the first band of season two the first ban in the history of draft the universe the thing i do not want brought up at this table the grand visor jafar from aladdin fuck that guy vizier vizier fuck that guy okay you know what um absolutely isn't Uh, he more of a sorcerer oh um, (laughs) fuck that guy (laughs) We'll find uh, as we go through that the terminology is, and actually, I would argue that he is a wizard, not a sorcerer, because he seeks objects of power to do his magic and knowledge, not innate magical ability. The terminology, sorcerer. The terminology is D and terms in this house. Yeah, that's that. It's my house. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> I I I appreciate your animosity, and I understand where it's coming from. Uh. And that is a that is a good first band pick, especially for you. It's interesting. Uh, I'm a little sour still. My uh, band is uh, from the same family as yours, uh, Jafar. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they encounter each other a few times. Okay. My band is a character who, uh, let's just say out of all the wizards, he's the one who lets you down the most. I'm picking... Donald Duck. Oh, oh from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> ah, yes. Okay. For, from such classics as Kingdom Hearts, 420 over 69 nights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, you get a ban here. Can I just like can I just give can I just give it to the world? I don't know. Like you, you've already knocked out the two wizards I I didn't want to have to deal with. I think I mean, there is a wizard that the audience has no context for that we could use to bring up without mm. having to go too far into things. Yes, okay. David Duke. I will, uh, I'll, I, I will do the honor. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck that, that guy. guy. <laughs> fuck all of that particular brand of wizards. <laughs> Every last one. Maybe take a second, then launch into yours again so we can <laughs> cut that out. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I am totally okay with this podcast being an anti-KKK podcast. Oh, I'm also okay with that. I'm also just like, maybe we don't want to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fuck that hard stance. Fuck David Duke. Worst wizard ever. Chris, what's your ban? Um, <laughs> I'm banning D- David Duke. No. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, there's really too much... To, to explain for this one so i'm gonna have to like like by necessity just jump right into the middle of it uh so we watched jingle all the way too yes we did <laughs> that we did um and uh so the wizard that i will be disallowing from this discussion is fatigast the cable wizard if you don't know who I'm talking about, uh, because you they, weren't in the room with us while we were watching this film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's a slightly problematic niche enough. It's slightly problematic. Um, but damn, if, 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 uh, Larry, the cable guy doesn't give you a lot to play with in that particular space. Um, at yes. one point during the film, Larry, the cable guy has to try to go undercover at a homeless shelter to try and get a toy. 
and he looks like a very shitty version of Radagast the Brown from whence we got Fatagast the Cable Wizard. That happened. Yep. It's a really bad movie. Don't watch it. It's terrible. There's mm-hmm. nothing redeeming about that movie. Oh, we could have done Badagast and not been so problematic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. we still can. <laughs> the, oh, we didn't record it. We can just say it was Badagast the whole time. People would know. <laughs> Is it gaslighting if we do it to ourselves? Yes. It's revisionist history. Oh, that's okay. Though that's, much nicer that's the same thing, Ben. <laughs> I'm just going to write down Badagast. <laughs> Badagast. And that's what's going to go in the logs. I'm mostly banning. because it's very easy to turn an F to a B. Yes. It's I'm, true. I'm banning Badagast, the cable wizard. <laughs> All right. Badagast banned. <laughs> not to be confused with Fatagast, the cable lizard. I'm not turning this W into an L. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> It's, I don't have the the uh, finger dexterity for that maneuver, I suppose. Don't worry, Jafar. I got you. Yeah? I'm turning a W into an L. As in, I'm going to beat you in this As, as in, you're draft. going to turn a win into a loss? For you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I got where he was going. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I suppose. Well, you want to start that train rolling with your first pick? Absolutely. Um, And fuck, if there aren't some great wizards... There are a bunch of great wizards. Magic users mm-hmm. available, as well as definite um, linguistic place on the term wizard. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just throw that out right here, um, because I feel like us arguing pedantically over which wizards to allow into our wizard club <laughs> is not good radio. <laughs> uh, okay, so like you guys will accept Thomas Edison? Uh, the Wizard of Menlo? The yeah. Wizard of Menlo Park? You know, yeah, yeah, that absolutely. totally counts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the thing is, is, is that if we didn't allow some, like some, some, some play in the, the definitions and terms, there would be entire drafts, Ben, where you would not be able to play with us. <laughs> it's happened. Wait, I'm the one who does all the research into the wrong interpretation. Okay. Regardless. Chris, what do you got? Um, I'm going to take, um, you would define a wizard as uh, subtle, quick to anger. I mean, possibly a wizard comes from an interesting background. Usually Um, sometimes they have something to prove. Magic comes from pain. Sometimes magic does come from pain. It comes from a great deal of pain. In fact, Um, tap into your inner chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes you should reserve the chaos first, but then you can let it out. Yeah. Um, That's called spell slots. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm taking perhaps the best known and here's where I get into this whole thing of not wanting to waste time arguing this. Technically, she is a sorceress, but in the same universe, the Guild of Mages contains the person Stregobor, who is a mage, but is called a wizard, which yeah. means that none of the words have any meaning in the first place. I'm taking Yennefer of Vengerberg. Uh, Yennefer. Very my, topical right now. Yes. My favorite uh, lazy character naming wizard. It's like, just take a normal person name and change one letter. They came up with Wengerberg. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, if you noticed that my pick smelt slightly of lilacs and gooseberries. Is that what that was? Yep. Mm -hmm. Also, do you you hear that? No. Winds roaring. Winds howling. Howling. Sorry, Ben's, Ben's, Ben's much better at it. But it is my cultural heritage, so I'll ask you to please play very kindly with it. You're I'm, Polish? I'm, I am, yes. I am, yeah. very, I am very Polish, 
um, which means yeah, that pierogi day, man. Yes. Well, my, his last name's Roy. <laughs> so I didn't. I I don't know his on my dad's side. Yeah. Yes, Roy. Would you like to know? Oh, fuck. I, <laughs> am I your mother's maiden name? Can I get your social security number with that? <laughs> okay. Uh, but your mother's maiden name this, is... I know what it is. <laughs> this needs to be... This needs to, The rest of this is going to be bleeped out. I'm sorry, because it's just a little bit too much, but I do have to explain. Um, Mac yeah. was changed from Mots. Oh, okay. Uh, at Ellis Island. I, uh, I, so, so, yes. Um, my family is hella polish okay i um, assume like it was balls. changed <laughs> it was changed from something scottish <laughs> no no it's uh very polish uh very polish indeed as jaffer alluded to my family has a pierogi day where we get together and as a family make pierogies a lot a lot of pierogi. a lot of a lot of pierogi I'm talking like everybody gets to take home five pounds with them to put in their freezer after they've already eaten about that much as a reward for making them. So many pierogi. It's so good. Yeah. All right. Yennefer's off the board. Ben. Okay. Well, I, I'm not going to lie. Yennefer was on my list. Also on my list was uh, a no, no pick that has been taken off the board. Uh, so (laughs) wait, fuck you, Ben. (laughs) Fuck that guy and fuck you. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Um, so I'm going to go with, uh, the only wizard I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here. The only wizard that any of us have written a thesis paper about Mm. going with the main man, Merlin. Nice. The wizard. Which one? The Uh, historical one, the one from the sword and the stone, the one played by Sam Neill, all of them. Arthurian legends, Merlin. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm claiming them all. You can, you know what? If anybody else wants to take, uh, I really want to take Sword in the Stone, Merlin. No, I get him. But if you want to take Ben Kingsley, Merlin, that's okay. That movie was trash. What about like Fantasia, Merlin? I think that's Arthurian. So I don't. I'm, keep, I'm keeping that. I don't. Think he chills with Mickey Mouse. No, no. He, I don't think he's. He's actually not Merlin. No, no. He's just the sorcerer. That's the sorcerer. Yeah. He's totally Merlin, though. No, actually, his name. He has a name in the Kingdom Hearts universe, and he's not Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Yen Sid. So I'm taking Merlin, uh, the the wizard and uh, advisor to King Arthur in the Arthurian legends. He has a long, complicated backstory. Did he build Stonehenge? Who's to say? Uh, mm-hmm. He might have. He might have. <laughs> uh, you know. Did he send a bunch of knights on a bunch of ball shit? <laughs> On a bunch of batshit crazy quests across the English countryside, most certainly. <laughs> Is he a uh, a failed attempt at creating the Antichrist? Yes. <laughs> Does he just go at one point and live underwater for a while? Totally. Mm-hmm. Does he fly off to Bermuda? Yes. No. Does he live t- through time backwards? Yes. yes. All right. It's time for a draft pick over here. You got Yennefer, you got Merlin. It's two power players. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, there is a third here that is missing of the most popular wizards in modern pop culture, right? Damn it. I think I know what he's taking. <laughs> I really so wanted this one. We, we're, we're missing one right now. Um, Yennefer, very popular in the Witcher series. Merlin continuously in the pop culture zeitgeist um 
my wizard has one of the most impressive victory streaks in history. Okay. Oh, okay. In all of sporting history. My wizard is sometimes confused for a druid or a necromancer, but I've seen him extend his arm and strike the ring with lightning. <laughs> He's I'm taking the undertaker. Oh, okay. For a second, I thought you were actually taking Michael Jordan. I was, <laughs> I was trying to work it out. Like, did he play for a team that had a skull as a logo? <laughs> no. Oh, the undertaker. <laughs> the undertaker. But like striking the hoop with lightning, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you said ring, but I, I the ring. Yeah. I imagined who. I was being ambiguous on purpose. Okay. With the word choice. Okay. So your second choice, you're going to take, you're going to take him, right? Well, I'm just going to point out there, the undertaker, very powerful lightning powers, but both Merlin and uh, Yennefer can summon fire. And we do know the undertaker is not fireproof. <laughs> He accidentally got lit on fire during one of his ring entrances. <laughs> Listen, the Undertaker might not be fireproof, but neither Yennefer nor Merlin have a single win at WrestleMania. How That's do you, true. How do you yeah. know that? They've also never been defeated at WrestleMania. Yeah, well, listen. We're and they would both kill Paul Bearer. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Paul yeah. Bearer would not do well against either of them. Do you know what else the Undertaker can do? It's a very special power. He can disappear completely under intense blue light. <laughs> I've seen that happen. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen. Um, that's oh. a ref. By the way, just for the non-wrestling fans out there, that's a reference to this is a WrestleMania two years ago. Three WrestleMania years ago. two or three ma- years ago, um, they made a really bad choice in terms of the intensity of the lighting effect that they showed on television. <laughs> which <laughs> the Undertaker disappeared into it. You couldn't see him, and it was also a very long runway. And he is a very old man with no bones. And it took <laughs> it took so no long. Left. And you thought that at some point somebody would check a monitor and say, "Hey, why don't we go like maybe a little purple with this now?" Um. Oh, oh shit. Uh, let's 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 fill in with some white light or something. Nope, just blue the whole time. All right. I, well, I, the advantage of picking third is that I get another pick right after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you take Kane, I am just stabbing you with this with this. He pencil. is a demon, not a wizard. Yes. He yeah, can be true. summoned by his brother, the Undertaker, so I can use him there. He's a familiar. Uh, uh, that would make him a familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. Kane is Undertaker's familiar. That's- I don't. I mean, I, I don't think familiars fill. fill uh, of all the uh, familiars aren't the mayor of what is it louisville knoxville <laughs> whatever it is something i think it's knoxville but I, or it might be i think it's a smaller place but i'm not sure yeah <laughs> yeah it's the, regardless the oh, the, the, the the very <laughs> little known seven and three quarters uh, circle of hell yeah i just crossed over dante and harry potter right there did you, did. you see what i did um so I get another pick here mm-hmm. and I think I have to go with uh, a sorcerer for this one. Um, the sorcerer Supreme Stephen strange. Mm, okay. For, th- for those of you who don't know, that is a sorcerer with uh, sausage, ham, peppers, onions. That's what makes him a sorcerer Supreme. You might have noticed uh, oh, oh, that in, okay. s- in season two, we are no longer <laughs> playing with a Ben in that particular space. It's okay. You never were. <laughs> I do this for me. We've, we've gone from 
outright rejecting you to just pretending like it didn't happen. Ben, it's your pick. And that is gaslighting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Once again, uh, for those of you maybe just uh, joining us again after, you know, deciding to come into our season two, uh, I've got 15 picks. Um, so I'm I'm already like, I know I'm going to miss some stuff and I'm going to be sad. I actually came to this one with 12. All right. I um, I think I've got like maybe 10. Uh, but mm, I'm going 12. to go with uh, a pick, uh, a literary pick, uh, a person from a book series that I absolutely adored. It was a series I read recently that was the first book series I found in a while that I could not put down. Hmm. I am taking Quoth the, Blood- the Bloodless from the Name of the Wind series. Mm-hmm. Yep. You couldn't put it down because it was written like an actual novel and not like a Tolkien book. <laughs> oh, yeah. And <laughs> it's so good. It's yeah. name of the if wind you haven't so haven't read the name of the wind books and you like fi- uh, fantasy, what seriously, do yourself a favor. Well, I know I'm a person who ostensibly likes fantasy. I had missed them. Seriously, check them out. I know it's some so people good. who have kind of rightly claimed uh, that the character of Quoth is um, one hell of a Mary Sue. That's the whole fucking point. <laughs> yeah. It's told from he's, his perspective. He's telling his own story. Yeah. <laughs> he makes no secret of it at all at any point that he's a sensationalist bastard who makes yep. things up. But if you don't like reading about Mary Sue's, the fact that this one is self-conscious, uh, uh, I might not save it. But I really liked it. And I think I, think I love it. Fun. And Wait I love the third book yeah. before you dismiss him completely. <laughs> I love the... Uh, the the quote Patrick Roth was point out that Jafar has not read the third book because no, it's not has. out. That's what I'm saying. Yes, as I'm saying, don't dismiss him until his story is done. Yeah, um, but Patrick Rothfuss in the forward to his uh, the 10th anniversary edition of uh, Name of the Wind said, "I set out to write a uh, a fantasy novel that wasn't like the other stuff coming out, and I ended up writing a story about a kid who uh, goes to a magic school and fights a dragon." <laughs> 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 it's like, yeah. But it's a lot more than that. <laughs> it's true. So I take Quoth the Bloodless. Good choice. Good pick. Bravo. Chris, you got two. Yeah. Um, ooh, do I get some, some good ones? I did not expect some of these to make it back to me. Um, so <sighs> I feel like any attempt to like bloviate on this particular one would be redundant because if you're listening to a God, podcast uh, i hate you then I knew this you would, know yeah. then you know about this particular wizard you've probably seen him on tv his name is spelled t-a-a-k-o-t-a-a-c-o and god damn it justin did you name your wizard taco taco uh taco as from, seen on tv as seen on tv <laughs> As heard in the Adventure Zone, probably the foremost flip wizard of our time. Yeah. Uh, he is he is a character from the Adventure Zone podcast. He is brilliant, and once he finds his voice, it is one of the greatest things ever. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, tacos <laughs> tacos fine out here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Abraka, fuck you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Um, and, and also, I guess, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Taco is an elven wizard in the D&D style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Adventure Zone. Great podcast. Listen to that shit. Yeah. How does everybody think the adventure is going? <laughs> I don't know how you get to this podcast without having listened to Adventure Zone beforehand. Um, the next wizard that I'm going to pick is known by many names. Ah, uh, um, yep. Uh, you might know him uh, from Italiana as Pasta Cortez. Um, uh, the wedding planners know him as Dale Sprinkle Sleeves. Um, uh, by land, he is known as Oniif. One if. And by C, he is known as Tuif. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I'm speaking, of course, of Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fiang Yalik. Fingy Yelly. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hoodstanges. Ubastank. And I'm known in the northeast as Gasmoinius Maystar. Gasmoinius. And there may be other names, secret names that you have not heard. And I, there's also a list on the Wikipedia. I just, I just need a spelling here. Usador, U-S-I-D-O-R-E. <laughs> Wizard, W-I-Z-A-R-D. No, no, of, we are not doing this. Of the realm <laughs> of Ephesians. I've got a limited amount of space here, so... You could probably fit in one or two names. So, just... I'm what's hold this, what's this from? I'm, uh, this is from Hello from the Magic Tavern. All right. Yes. So, I'm just going to show the my friends in the room. I'm going to hold it at a distance, just so you're getting an idea of the size of the names. That big one is Usador. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In my in my list, that is about eight lines of text to fit his name. Usador, That's a couple of titles I've seen more impressive. Usador is um, probably the. I don't want to call him the second best podcast wizard, although I think he is. I think he is. I think he'd probably be pretty happy with that. Um, but yeah, if you've not listened to "Hello from the Magical Tavern," um, magical magic magic. Hello from the Magic Tavern. Um, do yourself a favor and go and listen to it. Um, the first handful of episodes are basically um, the wizard Usador trying to explain what his quest is, um, but getting caught up in people making fun of his names and also making fart jokes. And then the next 300 episodes are them not doing the quest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's great. My favorite inside uh, baseball story from that show is, uh, the, the guy who plays Usador wrote that name, assuming he would say it once. And that is not the case. <laughs> <laughs> it became his calling card. Yeah. And it grew. <laughs> All right, Ben, pick goes to you. All right. Well, that definitely took some wizards off my list. Um, Don't worry. There's still plenty on the coast, Ben. Oh, well, and there's there are plenty of really great, powerful wizards. There are also just. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. If if I'm ignoring Ben, I'm not. I'm not going into like your that. Wizards of the Coast joke. Okay. Um, in fact, I'm going to go with a wizard that's not at the coast. It's right here, slightly left of center of your chest. It's a wizard that really gets to your heart. A wizard that uh, makes you feel some feelings. A wizard that survives the chokey. I'm taking Matilda. Ooh. Nice. Matilda from both the book and wonderful film uh, directed by uh, Danny DeVito. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it is about a girl who discovers she has 
very very powerful uh psychic powers mm-hmm. uh like jean gray like, style like uh mm. or just Kind of. Sorry, I watched Dark Phoenix on my Why? last flight uh, because I didn't have headphones and I wanted to fall asleep and the subtitles weren't working, so it just kind of played in front of me without sound. That and be, honestly, it was probably the best way to experience Yeah, that, that might movie. be an improvement. Yeah. 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 But uh, uh, it is played, she is portrayed by Mara Wilson. She defeats her evil schoolhead mistress mm-hmm. who has some sort of really weird, intense... Uh, uh, scheme where she stole money from uh, uh, her dead father-in-law or uh, stepfather, and then she also defeats uh, evil Danny DeVito, who turns out in real life was like the nicest guy ever, which yeah. is exactly what you want from Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Also of note, uh, third character in a row, or I guess you'd have to be liberal about the use of the word character, but third character in a row that has been featured on a podcast, Mara Wilson not Matilda, but Mara Wilson uh, plays the uh, little old woman who the faceless old woman who lives in your house yes, on yes. Uh, Welcome to Night Vale. Yes, yeah, but mm-hmm. she's also a, a writer and consummate Twitter personality, mm-hmm. uh, and she is fantastic in this film. She's also the little girl from uh, Miracle on Forty Ninth Street, the new one or newish one. I don't think you can call it newish if it came out twenty years ago. <laughs> it's probably more than that now, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm so used to it being the new one, um, <laughs> but I, I digress. Matilda, really good movie, really cool wizard. Mm-hmm. All, right. all right, so shake, 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 Senora, uh, all the way back over to uh, that. Javert. Javert. Uh That is um, a song about. Uh, there's some drinking in that song, isn't there? If I'm remembering it correctly. Shake, 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 Senora, shake your body down. Shake, 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 senora. I do not shake think those are the time. lyrics. I don't think but I don't know the lyrics well enough to be really sure about that. Regardless, speaking of singing and drinking, I think you're that thinking- plays in very heavily <laughs> to the my next wizard of choice. I think you're thinking of the song Tequila. I'm not. I promise. Okay. Um my next pick comes from a more recent book series and a currently ongoing TV series. Um, they call themselves magicians, but I don't think it matters much here. Uh, given the context of the draft, I'm taking Alice Quinn. Ooh. From I'm the unfamiliar. Hit, from the hit sci-fi show, Magicians, based on The Magicians by Lev Grossman? Yes. Yes, by Lev Grossman, which is, by the way, a phenomenal novel. It is like a simultaneous takedown of like the current fascination with young adult fiction while it is like a love letter to Harry Potter and older Narnia, so much Narnia, so much Narnia, so much. If you've read Narnia as a child, you need to read the magician's trilogy as an adult. It is so nostalgic and so bittersweet and so completely jaded. It is a perfect trilogy of novels about wizards for our times. Yep. Uh, I really dig all three books in the trilogy. Um, I enjoy the TV show and the uh, chances it's taken. If I were, I'm, t- I'm gonna. If I have to specify, I'd probably lean towards literary Alice. If I was focusing more on the TV show, um, there are better, more badass characters. I'm looking at you, Margot. Um, uh, tell us about this character in particular. Um, Alice Quinn is a um, prodigy uh, sorceress who goes to magic school in upstate New York. Um, mm-hmm. 
and eventually uh, finds a way to defeat a god, turns into a being of pure magic for a while and accidentally <sighs> sees the universe. Okay. Um, Oh, okay. are you, you're not allowed to get mad at me about spoilers because I've been telling you to read those other two books for like five years. No. Or is no. that not what's about to happen? No, I'm saying... Did you read them finally? I'm saying that the books are out, but the TV show is not finished, so don't... And also, people that might... That happened in season two and a half of the TV show. I They're know. on five right now. I know, but people might not have watched this show, and you're, you're, you're throwing major plot points out there. This is not about spoiling things it's about like letting people enjoy this show if okay, they want well, to if they haven't if it's been two and a half years three years we're, we're Watch past the magicians it's great she is a really interesting character um every meme on the internet you've read of if you were a gifted kid now mm-hmm. uh, applies to her in ways that you won't understand unless you were truly brilliantly gifted that's true um, also, you forgot if you were going to spoil it, you for, didn't spoil the best part, which is that they turn into foxes and then they get it on. That does happen. Um, mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah, man. <laughs> the callback to that in the last season of The Magicians was great. Um, anyways, uh, fantastic character, very interesting character that I will uh, bloviate more about next week. But for right now, I get to pick another wizard. And the man that I'm about to draft is no doubt in my mind. And I feel before I say it, even though you're going to want to fight me initially, possibly, I feel like you'd agree with me if we were not at the podcasting table right now. Uh, Not a wizard in any traditional sense, but what this man does in the kitchen is surely magic. I'm taking Alton Brown. I'm fine with that. Yeah. He's a kitchen wizard. He's a kitchen wizard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to allow it. I can't even argue with it. Which is, I love Alton Brown. He's great. So I'm okay with it. Alton Brown is a professor at Hogwarts, and there's nothing you could do to change my mind about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he teaches. No, he would teach at the American school. Uh, yeah, the one that I can't remember the name of because uh, those movies got real bad real quick. Uh, fuck, what is it? I don't know. I haven't seen them. It's like... It's not break bills. That's that's the magicians. Okay, so Hogwarts. Pig pimples? I'm trying to Americanize the... Pig farts on the moon? Pig farts. There you go. Yeah, pig farts on the moon. That's where he teaches. Okay. There's like one person listening to this podcast that got that reference, and they are very, very excited, and I am here for you, person. <sighs> I am not that person. <laughs> Starboy musicals, anyone? No? It's fine. We're moving on. All right, so we've done uh, some wizards of novels. We've done some wizards of TV and film. We haven't done any wizards of the coast yet. No, we haven't. Well, Taco. Okay, that's He's fair. D&D. Yeah. I'm going to go with a wizard of the stage. Yeah? I'm going with Prospero from The Tempest. Oh, I was going to, I thought you were going to take Alec Guinness. I thought he was going to take Houdini. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah, you could also go there. So uh, for those of you who don't yeah, know, we've given Chris's next two picks. Yeah. Uh, Prospero, the rightful Duke of Milan, gets uh, left on a, an island. As far as wizards go, Harry Houdini makes a weird one because he did spend the latter part of his life and also his death 
proving that magic was not real. <laughs> or the, the supernatural was not real. Yeah. Including anyway. including magic. Or at least edu- ghosts. Educate us on some classic literary <laughs> character, please. So he's a guy who's abandoned on or left abandoned on an island, and he decides, you know what? I'm not going to be bitter about this. I'm not going to be grumpy. going to become a wizard. And then... Fuck yeah, Earthsea style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then f- the wonderful events of the, the play The Tempest uh, proceed from there. But... He is a a great and powerful wizard out on his uh, his island, leading for the events of the great Shakespeare play, The Tempest. I think the Decemberists did an album, or at least a suite of songs, about this. About The Tempest? Yeah. I, think yeah. I would not be surprised. Yeah, that think, is sure. so up their alley. I think it's called The Tain. Um, but regardless... Um, Man, I love the Decemberists. Yeah, they're great. Can we do a Decemberist draft at some point? Yeah, that's definitely on the table for some point. Okay. It's like on the to-do list. Sure. All right, Chris, you got two. I I believe that got brought up before, and I made a joke about picking my favorite dead Russian revolutionaries. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. There's a lot to choose from. Um, Yeah, so many Russians tried to overthrow their governments. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've still got nine on my list of 12, so I'm sitting pretty over here. Yeah. Oh, I really want to fuck. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to let Rasputin lie. <laughs> okay. Wait, you're talking about rah, rah, Rasputin, lover <laughs> of the, the Russian, Russian queen. queen. It was a shame how he carried on. Did you know that, um, Rah Rah Rasputin, R- Russia's favorite Rasputin love machine. Also on my list, actually. Rasputin is a is actually a um, a character in one of my honorable mentions, which we'll have to get to because I've decided I'm not going to take Anastasia. No, no, you probably you probably haven't read it. Um, you know what? Jafar made a lot of noise about something, um, and then swerved us right at the last second. Uh, it did to 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 ban. Uh, somebody who sounds like his name, but has tormented tormented him uh, since childhood. Um, I'm just gonna throw some some love out to this particular universe, um, which is I feel in a weird spot right now. Um, more than anything, it's, it's a bad spot. We can a, just say it's a bad spot. It's a bad spot. I think that more than anything else, this uh, this particular fictional universe has like really highlighted the need for a constant discussion about how to either isolate the authors or artists from their work or, you know, like kind of, yeah, yeah, like insulate against their future alterations to a canon that is already fixed. It is bizarre. And I just want to say that in picking Hermione, uh, okay, the best wizard of her generation, let's be honest here. Um, in picking Hermione, I am not picking the author that wrote Hermione. Um, I do not uh, support the recent very hurtful comments made by J.K. Rowling and just wanted to make a blanket statement that I love Hermione and I love all people, um, including trans people. And and yeah. Yeah, man. So I don't know how to handle it with uh, books, but I did hear a funny uh, idea that you know how when they're doing uh, the title cards for films, mm-hmm. like the list the main characters and then you get the uh with and the and and then if something happens where it's okay we don't like this person anymore but we have to like we have to like say okay 
L.A. Confidential, great film. Kevin Spacey, piece of shit. You redo the title <laughs> cards, so it's uh, uh, every it's the cast, but Kevin Spacey. <laughs> and as you're yeah, watching yeah. the title cards go by, you're like, I'm willing to deal with this. <laughs> I know yeah. that there's a matter of degree. Maybe more credibly. Yeah. There's a matter of degree in this. Um, you know, hurtful is hurtful, but there's a matter of degree in this. I never anticipated a world in which Francis Underwood and Hermione would kind of have like common bylines in terms of characters whose like originators have now kind of become very problematic um it's this world is so weird yeah and you know for those of you who the russian government just resigned man shit is bizarre <laughs> yes yeah. that's topical and true uh <laughs> but uh for those of you who haven't read the harry potter books hermione granger the smartest uh kid in her class Probably the smartest kid at Hogwarts. Also, one of the few people there who got a outside of the magical world education. So she knows like math. Her dad's a dentist, right? Or her yeah. parents? Her, her parents, parents, are, parents are dentists. Are they both dentists? Yes. Yep. I and her mom is Catelyn Stark. Yep. So and actually, um, yeah, that so makes sense. so Harry's uh, parents uh, obviously are deceased. Yeah. Ron's parents are magicians, and Hermione has to do the craziest, bravest thing. Uh, at the beginning of the outright war with, um, um, uh, what's his name? Voldemort. Oh, you mm-hmm. shouldn't say his name. Um, I don't care. <laughs> Vol- I'm afraid of him. At the beginning I have of a gun. At the beginning <laughs> of bullets move faster than spells. <laughs> at the beginning of the outright war with Voldemort, starting book four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Hermione. Uh, well, not at the beginning. I think she does it a couple books later. But Hermione. I believe she does it at the beginning of yeah. Order of the Phoenix. Um, yeah. Hermione erases her parents' memories of her. Not permanently, but that's a crazy thing. And that's it's a, a crazy thing. It's a really brave thing to have to do. And I know that this is just a fictional character, but I think that there's something deeper there. Um, there's her. Is it at the beginning of Deathly Hollows? None of us remember. We don't have to dwell on it. Okay. The incident still happens. Yeah. The statement still stands. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. Chris, you've got another pick. I do have another pick. Um, and. I want to roll back for one second, though. I, I One of the things I've always remembered that I thought was really funny was you have to imagine when Hermione first got to uh, to Hogwarts, she had a prolonged argument with the administrators about why don't we just use ballpoint pens and notebooks instead of quills <laughs> and notebooks? We've got better stuff here. Like, I need to take so many notes and quills are so stupid. Why can't I just use my ballpoint pens? I've got a 12 pack of them. <laughs> Extra <laughs> fine <laughs> ink. Yeah. Like point three eight, the good shit. You know, it hurt her her entire time at school that she couldn't color code her notes. Oh, for sure. I mean, you probably can magically. Regardless, Chris, mm-hmm. your, your last pick. pick. I feel like you could really dive down into how, like, how kind of Luddite and Draconic the wizarding world is and oh, yeah. how it hurts them overall. Um, you totally can. This sounds like a great topic for a different podcast. That's true. Yeah. And that's going to be, I on- would be totally okay drafting the 15 worst 
uh, problems with the Harry Potter universe. I have many of them. Actually, Ben, I think that in order to align ourselves better to pop culture, we should draft 15 things that are crazy about the Harry Potter universe and 15 things that make perfect sense. Oh, I would have said I 15. fucking hate this thing and I need to go on a soapbox for a second because if you're going five things that people love about this thing and five things that people hate, you've effectively done zero. Five minus five equals zero. You ought to not have written the fucking article. I'm so tired of these articles. Well, it also, that assumes they have the same weight. It could be like the direction was bad. The art direction was bad. The uh, the script was bad. Uh, the release was bad. But <laughs> the guy hey, for saved, that, a, saved a puppy during production. Or, or like the supporting actor really did their best. Okay. Your next pick, Chris. Okay. Um, to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of a little scared about this next pick. Um, yeah, I already took the undertaker. I know. Okay. Um, I kind of wandered around for a bit, um, on my way to this pick and, um, Chris, is this pick haunted? I think that uh, it might be, I, I mean, well, I kind of lost my way. Um, you know, like the map went missing and, uh, and my friends are starting to act really weird. My two friends that I, I brought into the woods with me are starting to act real we- weird. Um, and I'm just, uh, I'm so scared. I'm taking the Blair Witch. Oh, okay. I, I guess I don't, am, I thought that was, I, I, I thought, thought the Blair Witch was a pick. hoax. I am legitimately shocked. <laughs> I thought the Blair Witch was a hoax. But. The Blair Witch. Um, Okay. Also, isn't the Blair Witch a ghost and not a witch? The Blair Witch is based on, <laughs> and there needs to be some asterisks about this, right? <laughs> We're talking about a fictional movie. I just wanted to let everybody know. Well, a real I know, movie. I know. I haven't seen any of these, so. Oh, my God. Okay, so the, the first Blair Skip Witch. Skip the first one. Just watch the second. No. No. Ben is being a troll. Ben is being such a big troll. This, the first one's the only one that's good. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm, I'm not going to watch any of them. No, I've got at some the point, opposite of interest. At some point, you like horror films. We like horror films. Like We're the only two people in our group of friends that like horror films, yeah. other than our, our friend Taylor, who likes clowns and horror films just a little too much for, for anyone's for, taste. For comfort. Um, but uh, <laughs> we, I don't judge on taste. I only judge on my own comfort with other people's weird, <laughs> weird feelings about Pennywise the Clown. Um, <laughs> the Blair Witch Project is good in the way that um, the ring is really good as in it got parodied to hell and it's almost impossible to view it in its original context, but as a work of art standing on its own, it is a phenomenal film. It is so cool. The whole meta story of the Blair, Witch um, is the, like the only reason that we got things in our, in our real world, like I love bees and the lost ARG and like all of these cool things in which fiction kind of bled over the edge into the real world, right? Mm-hmm. Is because of the Blair Witch Project. And you can go further back. Like if you go back to um, uh, Cannibal Holocaust, there was similar, like people were accusing him of having killed actors. Yeah. But like um, the Blair Witch is so important. Except just, they had to do it the other way around. Cannibal Holocaust, the director had to bring the cast out and be like, no, see, they're still alive. Yeah. Where Blair Witch Project, they're like, you guys hide until the premiere. Yeah. <laughs> Let everybody think it's real. I will admit, I've never seen the original uh, Blair Witch. I have seen our friend Nate, for some reason, 
had a parody version of the Blair Witch Project shot for shot, except every character is a face drawn on a thumb. (laughs) (laughs) He loves those fucking movies. Don't. (laughs) He made me watch Thumb Wars once. Why? (laughs) (laughs) And it was so bad, but he kept making us watch it. (laughs) But anyways, um, the Blair Witch in the Blair Witch Project is based on a real um, like folklore which which is to say maybe this person was real but maybe they weren't um from the area um which i believe is pennsylvania i will go into more detail on that i'll just assume maine because everything creepy comes out of maine ben your pick including uh the the tweets of stephen king apparently because i don't get to love anybody ever again (laughs) did you do something yeah stephen king made some ugly tweets (sighs) i think I don't even... You know what? Yeah. I'll look into it later. Ben, Wizards. Oh, man. This is my last pick. This is really tough. What did you think I was going to pick? I thought you were going to take uh, Harry Dresden. Yeah. We'll get into... That is definitely one of my honorable picks. I also thought for sure you were going to take Paul Atreides. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was actually surprised Paul Atreides is on the, the table. The line that I drew in my head was that... Uh, like... We're talking like at least semi-intellectual. Um, I guess that doesn't hold true necessarily with some of these people. But um, I, I thought of like, oh, I could take the Witcher because he casts spells. I could take Geralt. But no, mostly he just sword fights. And I think that Polytrades is more of a god, <laughs> a godhead of an emperor of an empire than he is a wizard in his own right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've got some people right. that I am desperate to take. But I need to be true to myself, true to my school. Selena Gomez, the Wizard of Waverly Place. No. Oh, okay. Uh, but surprisingly, a <laughs> similar vein. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. No, but a musical wizard. I'm taking the Wizard of Cupcake Mountain. Huh. All right, yeah. Perigrip man, I love me some Perigrip. And we can just segue that real quick because I'm taking Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sabrina Spellman is my last pick. Okay, cool. Showing Adventures of Sabrina Season 3 is out this weekend. I'm very excited. All right. So you're taking, are you taking new Sabrina, taking old Sabrina, comic book Sabrina, I'm, all of them? Um, yeah, well, you get all the Merlins. I get well, all no, the Sabrinas. But it's the last pick. You could also narrow yourself and being like, I'm not worried about mm-hmm. uh, the Melissa Joan Hart version or I'm I not want, going to read anything about the comic books. I don't care that I much. I want the ability to reference all fair enough when sure. it comes to the debate that's right i will make the choice when i hear the criteria <laughs> honorable mentions uh real quick i want to i want to step in um uh, i hate to put so much like uh like heartfelt uh things out up front here um i would just like to kind of clear the air about something there are uh religions in which people um are witches um so Wiccan, other pagan faiths and beliefs. And I just wanted to state that while some of the characters that we are talking about are kind of unfair or unkind caricatures of these beliefs, it is not our opinion that we like, we just love everybody. So I just wanted to put that out there. If we've picked a character that you feel unfairly represents your religion, we're sorry. And we really don't intend it. That I'm way. sorry. Alton Brown did that to you. <laughs> I'm sorry you don't embrace the love of the seagull Mr. Cranford 
He's the Wizards of Cupcake Mountain's uh, familiar. Mm-hmm. He has an eye patch. He's badass. So honorable mentions. Yes. Um, I'll just I'll just clear the air real quick. Gandalf. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I real I almost took him. Um, Harry Potter's actually kind of a shitty. He, he actually, Harry Potter gets a bad rap because Hermione's just that much better. Harry Potter's a very good wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but but he becomes a cop. He does become a cop, and yeah. all cops are bastards. <laughs> but that has a different meaning in uh, in the UK. Yeah. He kind of becomes a cop after killing Hitler. So <laughs> well, except <laughs> okay, okay. Um, uh, I mean, it's more Mussolini than I don't, anything. I don't want to get into to uh, Ron spousal abuse debates right now. Um, any other honorable mentions, Jafar? Yeah, uh, well, Selena Gomez, the Wizard of Waverly Place. <laughs> sure. All right. Um, David Lopan from Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. Um, Rasputin has mentioned before. Yes. Um, I threw out a quick Wizard of Earthsea, Earthsea reference um, with Gad earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, you made a bunch of Wizards of the Coast jokes, but didn't mention the Wizard of the Coast, Urza, Master Artificer. So I'll throw out a shout out there to him and his brother Mishra. Mm. And the Brothers War, which is still one of the best pieces of lore from my childhood. Oh, fuck um, yeah, man. Fu- fucking Brothers War, man. Um, and then last honorable mention is going out to Samantha Stevens from Bewitched. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. I did a little nose thing. You can't see it because yep. mm-hmm. podcast, but so, it was there. Put the sound effect in post, whoever edits. No. One, we're, I was we're really... Not, we're not going to do okay. that. We're, you're right. We're not going to do that. One, I was really, really tempted to do because uh, previously, Jafar argued very vehemently that this person was a space wizard, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, yeah. Totally would have taken Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I had a backup in case somebody did take Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I was going to take Gungi, uh, the Wookiee Padawan from the, uh, <laughs> the Clone Wars. Uh, who's super awesome and he has a wooden <laughs> lightsaber and he's just the coolest. I almost took Yaddle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I had uh, Rand Althor uh, from the Wheel of Time series. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He is the uh, one male wizard in that universe. He is uh, almost all powerful and also as part of that, the cause of like the... the- the apocalypse. The, the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's how they deal with, hey, uh, what happens if the the lore of this world means the Antichrist knows they're the Antichrist and aren't necessarily a bad person, just you existing ends the world? <laughs> how do you just handle that as a person? Yeah. Um, because I took Prospero, I didn't take the Wayward Sisters mm. uh, from uh, Macbeth. Uh, the Wizard of Oz. Ah, the original, yeah. uh, the OG. Uh, then, of course, uh, Vivi, who yeah, I, I, I represented hard for. Mm-hmm. Uh, for I've I've talked a lot about Vivi, or I've talked a lot about Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and now uh, out on Switch. Yep, mm-hmm. very very excited to get uh, a go at that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I wanted to throw a one very particular shout out to just one particular Merlin. Um, I know Merlin got chosen, but I was going to draft just one single Merlin out of all the many Merlins there. All the Merlin stone, sword in the stone. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, great. I, I would have let you take Squirrelin. <laughs> in sword in the stone, Merlin becomes a squirrel. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, a big shout out to Tituba. 
<laughs> Tituba is the witch supposedly at the heart of the Salem witch trials. Oh, uh, yeah, Tituba, yeah. Yeah, um, as famously featured in uh, The Crucible, a fantastic play. Um, actually a historical character. Like, she was a real person. She was a real person. Um, on that one as well, Marie Laveau, uh, the voodoo queen. Um, you have seen her in uh, American Horror Story, but she was a real person, um, which is pretty cool. Um, uh, Maleficent. I wanted to throw some love out to both, you know, women and also there are plenty of evil wizards out there. Yeah. Maleficent is pretty, pretty as far as evil lady wizards go. Um, she's, she's tops. Yep. Um, Professor McGonagall was my backup in case somebody took Hermione from me. I mean, yeah. McGonagall is a badass. Yeah. Um, and then Harry Dresden, uh, of the Dresden files. Um, I have spent, Spoken, I think I think I've spoken at length yeah. about this series before. <laughs> it's if you're the kind of person that doesn't like characters being Mary Sue's, um, struggle. Try try to make it through the first handful of books. Dresden is like a very interesting character who kind of evolved as his author gained more like f- like wisdom into something that was less like a, just an outright trope, but. I still think that to this day, um, the Dresden Files represents one of the coolest modern day interpretations of magic and like world building. Um, it's a like an intricate world filled with lots of really awesome things, including the blackened denarians, which are demons that are bound to the 12 pieces of silver that Judas was paid for betraying Jesus. 30, 30, sorry, 30. Um, uh, I get numbers mixed up all the time. Uh, don't think too much of it. 12 apostles, 30 pieces of silver. The 30 pieces of silver um, the, become the blackened denarians in the, the Dresden Files um, and are basically demons who are then taken over by people, or rather demons that possess the people that come into possession of these coins. Um, and the leader of all of those is uh, a demon who has uh, created basically like a one-to-one like agreement with Rasputin so that they're not like neither one of them is in charge. The demon didn't take over Rasputin. They like work together and it's a really cool. Really. Uh, I forget. Did you take the Dresden files in our single season TV? No, no. I okay. Didn't. Um, because it's not really good. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be talking more about wizards next week. Want to take us out, Chris? Yeah. Um, Thanks, as always, to the Kickstand Band for our theme song, How It Feels, um, now more than ever as we enter our second season, which means that you've listened to that song about 104 times. Probably a little more than that. Feel free to shoot us an email at drafttheuniverse@gmail.com. Uh, let us know what topics you might want us to cover in this new season. And also, uh, just say hey. Please email us. <laughs> Or if you're not going to email us, you can interact with us and our social media manager, Keith, on our Facebook, facebook.com slash draft the universe on Twitter at draft the verse. We're there as well. And by we, I mean, Ben and yep. do, do it for Keith. Do it for Keith. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Internet. Do it for Keith. Wizard.